Hello and welcome. I'm Jane Crawley Adams from the EAS LLC team and joining me today to discuss how literacy skill development are helpful in supporting mathematics and numeracy is Cressy Murphy, uh, EAS professional learning advisor for maths. Hi Cressy. Hi. Thanks for joining me. Let's kick off by considering something topical. With Curriculum for Wales very much on the horizon, we'll be expected to plan effectively for all cross-responsibility skills. Do you feel there are opportunities to develop literacy skills in maths? Oh, absolutely. Um, and, you know, the National Literacy Trust definition of literacy is the ability to read, write, speak and listen in a way that lets us communicate effectively and make sense of the world. It's really what mathematics is all about. That's all. It's all about sense making. Um, so I don't think anybody could argue that that isn't important for maths. Um, in the maths and numeracy AOLE as well, one of the main changes from the current curriculum is a focus on teaching for understanding. And for this approach to be successful, listening for meaning, providing opportunities for learners to describe and explain and justifying reasoning is going to be really key. That's really useful. Thanks for that. What are the benefits of using these literacy approaches to support the teaching of maths and numeracy? So I think improved reasoning skills, very much so. But that's an area that we know needs developing um, across the region and an improved ability to make sense of problems. One of the reasons that some pupils can struggle with the, the numeracy GCSE is that they struggle to read and then the question and understand what the question is asking them to do, what mathematics they need to use. So that's going to be extremely important to help them access all of the different types of questions that they're going to come across, not just in maths, but also in their other subjects across the curriculum. So do, do you think that there's um, scope for developing any specific skills um, around, uh, you, you mentioned speaking and listening, um, how much of that do you see happening in schools at the moment in maths and numeracy lessons? So that obviously you do see that happening, but I'm not sure that it's ever explicitly talked about that I've seen. So I've not seen teachers explicitly talking to pupils about how to listen well, about how to express themselves. And I just think about, for example, from my own experience of teaching, pupils are very keen. They might sort of pay half attention to you explaining the why, but they very often just say, oh, you know, I just want you to show me how. Just show me how to do it or just tell me what to do. Whereas very much the focus with the curriculum for Wales is moving away from telling them what to do and um, and that teaching that they actually understand the mathematical concepts behind it. And, you know, it's very easy to say, if you do this, if you follow this algorithm, if you turn the second fraction upside down and multiply, then that's how you do it. That's how you divide a fraction. But then does that people then have that underlying ability to understand what's happening so that they can apply it in a different context? It sounds it sounds like there's quite a lot of literacy um, skill development in maths and, and numeracy. But conversely, are there any pitfalls to using literacy approaches? To supporting the teaching of maths and numeracy? Yeah, I think there's two, there's two main ones that I can think of. I think there is always that danger of trying to shoehorn an initiative in mm. where it isn't naturally it isn't naturally appropriate. So that and that's when you get teachers not invested 
in that and not doing it very well. If they're just doing it to tick a box, um, and then they're not then they're not going to do that very well, and it's just going to become really obvious. I think the other pitfall is trying to focus on too many things at once. So, for example, making sure that when you are discussing lit, you know literacy, when you're using literacy approaches, you're not doing that to the detriment of the mathematics so that they are concentrating on the things right now that you want them to be concentrating on. Um, and, you know, look, we've all done it. We've started explaining. We've started going through, um, you know, a mathematical process. And then we've stopped halfway through to go off on a tangent and talk about something else. And so it's really important that we make sure that we try, try to think about that. And that's something I think about all the time in my own practice as well, is stick to the Stick to where it's appropriate. Don't try and push it in where it's not where it's not needed or could cause extra cognitive strain. Yeah, it's that, that shoehorning in where it's not appropriate or it's not beneficial to the subject. That's that's an area really that I think sometimes can affect how literacy is seen in mathematics. And um, literacy coordinators can come up against quite a bit of resistance when trying to support maths departments on, on occasions with developing literacy skills and applying them. Why do you think that is? So I think exactly what we were just talking about in terms of that, that concern that it's just being shoehorned in, that this is something we've got to tick box. I think we don't always understand why or how it can be useful um, in the development of our own subject area. And then it seems like a little bit of an add on. I mean, certainly I'm not sure I really considered that well enough when I was teaching because as we know it's so so busy in the classroom there's so many different things to think about and now that I've had a little bit more time to think about that I can see it a lot more uh, so I think that's where sort of some really important things are really good professional learning really good conversations I think another I think another pitfall or another reason why there can be resistance is if the literacy coordinator themselves doesn't have a very strong understanding of how literacy can work in mathematics, then it's very difficult to then explain to a maths department how they could use that. Um, and really, I can see that as an area where we can come in and support. Absolutely. It's that, it's that concept, isn't it, of um, we have a whole school approach to literacy that involves extended writing, which has no relevance to mathematics at all. And if we had, you know, if, if for maths it was on specific reading skills or on developing talk in the classroom or looking at vocabulary and word roots, then that's that's the beneficial bit, really, which brings me on to the to, to the next question, which is about maths departments seeing the scope and benefits for deliver, uh, developing a disciplinary approach in maths. By that, I mean focusing deliberately on the relevant literacy skills that enhance the study of maths and numeracy rather than just ticking the box for, for doing literacy. So do you think that maths departments do see that? I don't think I'm going to, you know, I'm going to put myself in with all maths departments as well. I don't think we always do. I think it's quite a tricky one. And um, I certainly have not heard of the term disciplinary literacy at the point when I was in the classroom. Whereas now that I have had more opportunity to think about it, um, I can massively see, massively see those, those benefits. So 
thinking about that, I think that there are certain areas which could be really, really important, like active listening massively in maths, really actively listening about, um, about the content. Another area which I think is really interesting could be really beneficial to develop with mathematics is vocabulary. So vocabulary in maths links very, very well. And if pupils have an even just a basic understanding of etymology, they are able to link words and sense make. So, for example, um, in geometry, most of the maths vocabulary is based in Greek. And you will have words which have, um, you know, very similar suffixes um, and very similar prefixes that mean certain things. So, for example, a polygon is any shape with straight sides. And then nearly all of the shapes which have straight sides have the, the you know gone at the end so you would have a nonagon is a nine-sided shape and a decagon is a ten-sided shape and so on so they can they can make those connections and um actually that then helps to build their understanding of how it works another really good example would be with um with units so if they have an understanding that of milli and killer you know, in front of either meter or liter, then they can apply that understanding when they come across a similar term that they may not have come across before and use that to help with the sense making. That's really helpful. I, I also think about with the numerical reasoning that the ability to use specific reading skills is quite important as well and to develop that understanding of reading the text. Not so much with writing, I guess, because there isn't that extended writing response. But I'm, I'm really glad that you focused in on the listening and the talking and the reading aspects, because I think they're really quite crucial. Anyway, many thanks, Cressy. You've given us a, a thoughtful insight into how particular literacy skills can enhance and support numeracy and mathematics. Thank you. Thank you.